welcome to episode 293 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Spake and I'm joining once again from Dharawal country. How goes Dharawal country this week, Ollie? Nice and dry up your way? Well, it was, Mel. It was. Uh, it is no longer, but it was. Oh. And we remember it fondly. <laughs> was it, I hope it was dry enough for Parkrun Day. It was. It made our morning. I think it was touch and go as to whether things were going to recover from the tremendous amount of rain that has been had in the region earlier in the week. I was ready to call off the event as late as Thursday night, but things just brightened up significantly. And funnily enough, the sorts of puddles that we've seen stick around after that kind of rainfall in the recent months, they didn't seem to stick around this time. So... It was a good sign. We took it and it was a great morning as a result. Glad to hear. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so look, look, let's jump straight into it, Mel. Um, guess where I was on Parkrun Day? <laughs> At the Parkrun that shall not be named, Ollie. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I was back in the blue and white run director vest for NADOC week at Shell Harbour. It was a particularly special opportunity to do that because uh, the farm kiosk, our local cafe, right at our start and finish line had been celebrating NADOC week and were very keen to support us and, and get in the festivities. So, yeah, really great to see people dressed in some some black, some yellow and some red uh, out there celebrating NADOC week. Very good to hear. Uh, hopefully they had flags flying. I had a flag fail this week, Ollie, so I thought I retrieved my Aboriginal flag from my bedroom on the morning of park run. Turns out mm. no. Turns out no. I had retrieved another country flag of similar colours. Oh. <laughs> Luckily I discovered that. Thank you, Harry. Prior to turning up at the start line with said flag, because it was the German flag, not the Aboriginal flag. Yes, yes, yeah. And, and look, that, that can happen in haste <laughs> when you see the colours. <laughs> um, you know, the thought the thought counts, Mel, uh, yeah. all good intentions. That can but, happen yeah. in haste when you still have a sleeping husband in the bedroom and you're trying to be quick to turn the light on, retrieve a flag and then exit quickly without waking them. Yeah. And uh, I pledge to do better next year. Yes, yes. Uh, but look, so great to see so many park runs celebrating NADOC week, uh, a lot of the photos, a lot of the colour and some beautiful pictures out there. Uh, we did see, of course, our dear friends at the Beaches Park Run with a stunning photo on the beach there. That was an amazing photo. I was so impressed, so impressed with that picture, even yeah. with the sun almost lined up directly mm. with uh, the yellow symbol of the sun in the Aboriginal flag. One of my favourite light shots, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We shall but share that, Ollie. Yes, yes. One day I'll be clever enough to do that sort of photography. Oh, it's good to have a long list of things we want to do, Mel. You know what I did do? I wore a yellow tutu. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. Me, me and Jackie O'Connell, we were yep. like vibing the uh, Aboriginal colours in our yep. black, yellow and red. She had a red tutu and we had our black leggings and, yeah. Ah, very good, very good. Well, yes, I was wearing my 50 shirt and my apricot, yellowish apricot singlet over the top and some black shorts. Oh, Ollie, yellowish, really? Are we going the banana thing? <laughs> <laughs> Closest I had, unfortunately, but oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I hope I pulled it off, but uh, the thought counts, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm impressed. Yep, good for you. <laughs> Thank you. But you might have to share with us where did you go for Parkrun Day, Mel, to wear your yellow tutu? Well, I was adventuring locally at Kirkdale Reserve Parkrun on the lands of the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people in Brunswick, East Victoria. Family commitments meant I could not travel far. So as I had been keeping a Kirkdale Reserve in my back pocket, I was happy to travel only one hour from home and catch up with a heap of local adventurer friends. It was event six at Kirkdale Reserve, which is a double out and back in opposite directions. 
the course, as we hear later from Toc, runs alongside the Merry Creek, which also has a very popular running track alongside the Merry Creek, funnily enough. Hmm. Another motivation for visiting Kirkdale Reserve was that my friend and Parkrun's son, Harry, was visiting from Malaysia. We last heard from Harry in episode... 109 when Mel and Scott chatted to him about the launch of Parkrun in Malaysia. In September 2019, Paul and I made our very first overseas trip to Singapore and Malaysia and had the good fortune to be hosted by Harry, visiting the Malaysian Parkrun courses for Freedom Runs, going to the Batu Caves and experiencing Malaysian street food. Just don't let Harry drive. (laughs) Anyway, it was a fabulous morning with much of the Melbourne tourist community in attendance in the cool yet fine conditions. I walked the course with Renee, Abby's mum, and enjoyed a great catch-up. I was walking because I injured my foot the day before and Renee had a game of footy that afternoon. After the event, we all wandered over to the Sarah's Merry Creek Cafe for coffee, breakfast, and the obligatory park faff. That sounds pretty good. Great to hear. Harry's out for a visit, and um, you've had, yeah, well, having that opportunity to reciprocate in, in hosting at a park run. It was. It was great. It was great to see him again, and there will be more Harry adventures coming up in the next week. Yes, yeah, certainly look forward to it. Um, now, Mel, I suppose on non-parkrun topics, uh, I do believe you've also been up to some other activities this weekend and whilst the, the social aspects um, sound like they've been great, uh, you got to the movies. I did. I did, Ollie. I went and saw Thor. Yes, yes. Thor, Love and Thunder. I'm a big Marvel fan. Yeah, and look, the Thor movies in particular have have evolved into something that I really enjoy as well. And um, as we as we just discovered off air before we jumped onto the pod, uh, we were watching it same time. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time we've <laughs> found that we've done the same thing without knowing. Well, didn't we go to uh, what was it the um, the music festivals? Yes, yes. Without yeah. telling each other, and we were both at the music festival the same day. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Oh, I love Thor, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the humour. That's right. That's right. Uh, a, a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, um, and very playful. Uh, we won't spoil it. We won't spoil it. No, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and, of course, and of course, insist, as always, uh, stay for the post credit scenes. I mean, I don't know what people will do when one day – the post credit scene is not there, Mel. Wow. I hope that day never comes, Ollie. <laughs> um, uh, I, so I was there with Paul, uh, Zoe, mm. and my mum. Uh, I'm not sure it would have been mum's first choice. I think she probably would have preferred to have been seeing Elvis. But uh, I think she followed along enough to yes. enjoy herself. Yeah, look, it, it is a lot of fun. Look, I've also reliably been told that Elvis is a fantastic movie as well. So hopefully she can get back out and enjoy that too. I think she's got plans. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, but I haven't also seen Doctor Strange yet. Have you seen Doctor Strange? Just going off tangent. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. welcome to the Marvel podcast, everyone. Um, <laughs> I, I too, am a little behind. I have not seen Doctor Strange. Okay, okay. Oh, no, yeah. I need to see that one. I, yeah. I am also a fan of Doctor Strange, so. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, Mel, I suppose we should get back on track here. Uh, yeah, please, yeah. Steam me back, Ollie. <laughs> uh, let's um, update. Have, have we covered you? For shall oh, no. Oh. we're going well this week so look i will add a bit more um what i failed to mention a little earlier um it was good to have kerry and chris back some of the shell harbour favorites uh back volunteering and covering us on the finish line so uh yeah shout out to kerry and chris for their their support there as finish tokens and timekeeper respectively and mel we we had an adventurer uh not an adventurer adventurer but an adventurer (laughs) (laughs) stop past um paul whelan who was clocking up his 50th different event so um needless to say we were glad that he picked shell harbour as that location I would concur, Ollie, but if he's not a parkrun adventurer by now, I'm going to say you haven't done your job. I haven't done my job. That's right. That's right. So moving <laughs> swiftly along. Um, <laughs> uh, 
I believe we have a bit of news in the parkrun world. So uh, the timing may have blurred between our weeks uh, with last week's podcast and this week's. But uh, in case you've missed it, the event day course check role has been confirmed as mandatory. And and look, I know many, many different events have been doing this regularly, but it is an important role, Mel. Oh, absolutely. To be fair, this took me off guard because we launched Junior's 52 events ago with the event course check yes as a mandatory role so i just assumed that everybody did it but mm. turns out no <laughs> no but no now they have right. to yes yeah and you can understand there have been a lot of park runs that have been going for some time they've been successfully operating they may have very different and low risk profiles as well but uh, it's certainly done its job at home in Shell Harbour where the wind and the conditions can absolutely uh, impact the course there. I agree, but I, I can also say without naming an event that I was at in recent times, I mm. turned up, had visitors with me from interstate, mm. set out on a parkrun course that I was familiar with only to be horrified to discover there was a vehicle mm. parked across the path on the course mm. and it did become obvious that there hadn't been a pre-course check because had there been then obviously the RD would have mentioned it in the brief. Yes, yes. I mean the vehicle did have, they had taken it upon themselves to have cones. It was a council vehicle so they mm. had cones mm. around the vehicle uh, and it, it didn't pose any danger to the event. Uh, but the vehicle was still running, so we got a nice lung full of diesel fumes as we ran <laughs> Not ideal. Not the sort of fuel you want to push you around a park run. No, but it just sort of brought it home to me like, oh, I don't really think they've done a pre-course check here, so surprisingly. Yeah, and look, yeah, I suppose there can be different occasions where risks can arise in that, that slither of time between the, the check and the commencement of the event, but... It is an important check and it will be great to see it being recognised and, and carried out around park runs everywhere. Yeah, but there was other news that was less mm. happy, I suppose you could say. Well, bad news, Ollie, this week that we, we weren't happy to hear about. That's right, that's right. Uh, our friends, our dear friends in park run France are on pause mm. and there has been some... Obviously, some announcement uh, on the socials from Parkrun. Uh, and I'll look, I'll, I'll read a little bit of that for context. I'm sure many of our listeners, if not all of you, <laughs> have heard that. But just in case, uh, it said, as people living in France or those who have traveled to the country to take part in an event such as the Paris Marathon will be aware, there is a general requirement to obtain a formal medical certificate from a doctor in order to take part in most sporting activities. Parkrun has never requested a medical certificate. And that's partly because Parkrun prides itself on being a community event, partly because operationally we cannot do so in a meaningful way. And most importantly, because I'm swapping between first person and third person here, so apologies. <laughs> but most importantly, because we believe in doing so creates an additional barrier for those wishing to take part in free, inclusive physical activity. I think you know, despite all the best efforts, and this is me speaking now, Mel, despite all the best efforts um, and those efforts will continue to try and address that, uh, it's left them in a, a situation where they cannot continue for the time being and sadly those events are officially on pause. Uh, dare I say unofficially though, there continues to be a little bit of activity as I did notice that uh, there was a gathering at uh, a certain time in Paris of people who like to run a certain distance uh, that were out enjoying <laughs> enjoying their event uh, in a truly non-official capacity. I don't profess to have been able to follow the socials mm. really closely today as I normally would just due yes. to my personal circumstances, but I do believe I may have seen the same yes. reference on social media as you. So yeah. I think there's definitely a will in France to – continue with parkrun so let's mm. hope that they can get their issues resolved and they can return officially that's right that's right and we know that the numbers in france are not always terribly high uh, but there are some really 
truly passionate people. Actually, fun fact, um, we had someone doing their 251st park run back home where I was on Saturday, um, one of our regulars, and um, she and her husband had two weeks ago been in Paris running the 250th. Uh, so they'd picked um, that to be the milestone park run, not Shell Harbour, but, you know, I'll, I'll let that go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, really? But they were very lucky with the timing there and our hearts go out to the community in Parkrun, France. Yeah, but it just seems like obviously there is a, a desire from the community and putting tourists aside because we all know everybody would like to go and tick off some of those iconic parkruns. Goodness yeah. knows I'd love to get to France and do a yeah. parkrun one day. But but there's a key community there and it's still – it doesn't matter if you get – 20 people or 50 people or 300 people or a thousand people there's a community there and that serves an you know a need for them then we need to fight for it we need to support them they're our brothers overseas yeah yeah and that and that support um hopefully in all the right channels and all the right ways will you know, will be what you know, shows uh, that uh, there is that passion brothers and sisters i should say Yes, that's right. That's right. But Mel, speaking of passion, mm -hmm. um, there's been a lot of parkrun and adventurer passion out there this parkrun day just gone. Absolutely, but no bottles yet. I just noticed. <laughs> no bottles. That's right. Um, where's it gone? I don't know. It's missing. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's gone to Tassie. Oh. Yeah. Maybe um, Stephen. Uh, yeah, Stephen Val. Have you seen yeah. it? Have, yeah, keep an eye out. Maybe it's gone south. Yeah. Well, Sarah, we promise it's coming somehow, <laughs> sometime. <laughs> somehow, sometime. But uh, in, in the meantime, yes, our Channel 5 News crew, our adventurer community have been busy on our behalf doing what they do best, and that's parkrun adventuring. So perhaps it's time to have a bit of a listen to what they have all been up to. Howdy Parkrunners, Talk reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. Today we've ventured back up to Melbourne to the lovely little park in Brunswick East called Kirkdale Reserve and I'm here with Ashney. Ashney, it's a lovely little park run you've got here. What's the river that it runs along? So we run along the Merry Creek um, and so, yeah, it's really beautiful along here. Um, Coburg also runs along the Merry Creek so we do share that similarity with Coburg. Speaking of Coburg, you uh, clocked up 250 last week. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, did it at home at, um, at Coburg. It was a very lovely occasion and lots of people came. No, excellent. Well done. So the course here, it follows the edge of the creek. And to be fair to say, it's got a few little ups and downs in it. It's not dead flat, but it's not, not massively hilly. It's just a nice little rolly course. Yeah, the course is really undulating. So it's a, it's got a little bit for everybody. It's not, yeah, as you said, it's not completely flat, but it's not, the hills aren't that bad, but it's just really nice and undulating. Yep, a nice little vibe with the people out there, a few high fives and that back out on the course and uh, a lot of people cheering each other on, which is good. Yeah, for a, um, I suppose, an inner city kind of park run, it's, it's got a really small, beautiful community, which is what I really love about it. It's one of those places that you can see with the population around it. You know, it'll grow slowly and hopefully that's the sort of growth that you want, is nice, slow growth into it not a big spike yeah definitely like so the merry creek's really um popular for runners walkers and cyclists um so even this morning i spoke to a family of four who were just walking along the merry creek and was like oh what what's going on here and so i was able to talk to them about parkrun and hopefully we'll see them in the next couple of weeks excellent no really great event well done and uh yeah have fun thank you thank you so much for coming howdy parkrunners it's talk again um i'm at Kirkdale still, obviously. I've got Harry with me. Harry's this amazing bloke from Malaysia that when we went over and visited, picked us up, um, took us to Parkrun and spent the day with us. Um, he's come over to Australia and it'd be fair to say we haven't quite put the same weather on that Harry put on for us when we were over there. Harry's done about 174 Parkruns and got a fairly good volunteering background. He's got a V-index of seven, which is really outstanding. But... Um, Harry, how are you finding Australia? So far it's been good. A bit cold, but uh, obviously much better. I, I enjoy the walks in the cold. Uh, a couple of days I've been here now. 
and uh, I really enjoyed today at Kirkdale. I like the the bushwalk setting the bridges so on and so forth today and uh, unfortunately malaysia is still on hold still on pause but you've managed to park run now for what is this 10 weeks in a row 11 now 11 now so where so, have you been for that time so, so the idea was that i wanted to do park run this year because i didn't want it to be another full year without park run so me and my dad uh, we we head to uh, to ireland and the uk so about 11 weeks ago, I did my first park run of the year in Donabate in, in, in Dublin. And then I did Queen Elizabeth to get my queue in south of England. And I did Victoria Docks the week after to get my V. Then I had seven weeks in a row in Singapore, alternating between the three park runs that they have there, Bishan, East Coast and West Coast. And uh, just spontaneously, because uh, my electronical visa for Australia came in quite late, so very impromptu uh, uh, visit here to to Melbourne. I, I came to watch Manchester United play next week. Uh, but I wanted to get a couple of park runs in. So Kirkdale this week, today, and hopefully you Yangs for my Y next week. If you love the bushwalks, Harry, you're going to love you Yangs. It's set, set them into a national park and it's all trail. So it's a beautiful little uh, walk and a run around the, around the bush. Um, so it, we mentioned before it's a little bit cool, but um, it'd be quite a bit cooler than Malaysia. Oh, obviously, obviously, but... You see, I think I think around the world, everyone wants to have different type of experiences. So, I would imagine Tokyo would like uh, the warm of Malaysia, and I would like to enjoy the cold of Melbourne, uh, for example. So, really, really, like for example, I think between you and me, we've done hundred odds of park runs, and really, we've had different uh, weather, different terrain, different experiences at all of them. So, to tell you the truth, I cannot. Uh, find anything better to do than what I did a couple of minutes or, or half an hour ago here at uh, Kirkdale. Excellent, yeah, no, it was a lovely little course to get around. It's great to catch up with a heap of people. I know there's other people at Parkrun today here that you've met before, like Melissa and some of the others, so yes. it's really great that you can just turn up to a, a Parkrun in the middle of Australia or in the southern part of Australia and know so many people. Yeah. That's one of the things I love about our parkrun community. So, like, like, uh, like when I when I, when I spoke to you, talk and you, and you told me that you were going to do uh, Kirkdale to celebrate uh, your son Daniel's hundredth. I looked up the future roster and I saw mm, Ashney is the run director. And I met Ashney three years ago at the parkrun conference. So, and then I got in touch. Like, for example, I didn't even uh, say to Andrew that I was doing Kirkdale, but he was here. I have the curtains here. Uh, Melissa is here. Uh, Don Brenton is here. So, you know, it's very nice that I just came to Melbourne, a plan that I made four days ago. And I have about 10 to 15 people that I already know here. It's a wonderful little parkrun community, isn't it? That's one of the things you've got to love about the place. Yeah. All right, Harry, well, I think it's time for us to go and get coffee. And, definitely, um, definitely. I've got to go for a bit of cake. It's Saturday. I have my cake on Saturday. Sure, sure. So uh, let's go find the cafe. Definitely. And to everybody that is listening, you know, uh, I just want to say we have to take our opportunities when we have them. If you want to go for a run, go. If you want to go out and do something, do it. Because what we've learned in the last two years is that if you don't take your opportunities, you might miss them and some of it permanently. Uh, so take the leap of faith and enjoy life. That's all I can say. So thanks, uh, talk and, and take care, everybody. Excellent advice, Harry. Thanks, mate. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Sarah here on the west side. This morning, I'm checking out the most eastern parkrun in Western Australia and the most northern parkrun in Western Australia, which happens to be Kununurra Parkrun. For me, that means that I have achieved statesman or states lady status, which is very exciting and it has been a few years in the making. Um, this morning, I was one of five statesmen to achieve this status. One was regaining their statesmanship and four of us were achieving it for the first time. This morning, I'll have a chat to Matthew Stevens, who was one of the people to achieve his status today. Good morning, Matt. Yeah, good morning. Firstly, congratulations on completing all of the park runs in Western Australia, 46 park runs. Well done. 
Yeah, thank you. It's been uh, seven years in the making, my parkrun journey, and um, yeah, very excited. State ticked off, big state to cover. Uh, as I said, it's taken a while. Great job, Matt. Um, there was also lots of tourists at Kununurra Park Run this morning. Um, can you tell me something um, that you really enjoyed about the park run? Yeah, look, it's a great course. It's a nice loop on um, sort of hard pack gravel. It's nice out and out and around uh, along the levee bank. Uh, you can see the the river as you go, and it's just. Um, a really good vibe. Obviously, a lot of tourists come up here and want to tick it off. A lot of nice people, and um, everyone's travelled from far and wide. And the locals are fantastic, and the run director. I was looking out for a crocodile, but I didn't see one, unfortunately, as I ran past. Maybe I was running too fast. Maybe. No, I didn't see any either, thank goodness. Um, so, seven, you've done all of the park runs in Western Australia. I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you please share with the listeners three of your top favourites? Look, yeah, wow, 46 events. Um, Mount Clarence down at Albany is, is a beautiful course. Um, yes, there is some slight undulations, but it's just a, it's a wonderful course and a great finish and definitely a good cafe at the end. Um, Dawesville down south of Perth, lovely get-to as well along the uh, estuarine there. Very scenic um, Summer could be a bit dicey with some tiger snakes, I've heard, but other than that, it's a beautiful out-and-back course. And the other one, look, I can't go past probably the local Cottesloe. Uh, yes, it's a bit tough with the sand section, but um, nothing better in, during summer or even in winter, if you're brave, to go for a nice ocean dip afterwards and, um, yeah, see the locals out and about. Ooh, well, that's exciting that Cottesloe made um, your top three, Matt. Um, I know that after Kununurra Park Run, you can go for a swim because it does finish at Swim Beach. However, there are freshwater crocodiles and I definitely was on the lookout this morning. I wasn't running too fast. That's definitely not a problem. Um, But yeah, I saw two freshies in the lake yesterday. So um, lots of locals swim here. Apparently they are timid and they won't come near you however there are the occasional sightings of salties so be warned you may swim after the event but I think I'll opt for the hotel pool just to make sure I stay safe. So Matt I just did a quick calculation and from my place in um, Perth um, to get to all of these park runs um, it was over 22,220 kilometres so obviously um you've completed more some of them more than once so a lot of land has been covered to actually achieve this status so really well done it's unlike I guess in anywhere else um, in the world I would assume Um, so can you tell me a little bit about how you managed to cover all of these park runs yeah that's a great question has been a a lot of driving a lot of flying Uh, last few years sort of been stuck in WA so just took the time to take advantage of that and, and travel domestically uh, south to Albany, uh, east to Kalgoorlie, north to Port Hedland, uh, Karatha twice to head out to Hampton Oval, um, Dampier, which is another beautiful course. And, uh, yeah, drive up to Geraldton for Mariner Bay. That's part of the parkrun journey. It's just awesome to cover this sort of distance and to see our, our state. Well done, Matt. Thanks for sharing your parkrun journey with the listeners today. Yeah, no worries. I'm here in Cairns, Queensland, Australia. It's PK. G'day. Checking in for another roving report to do my pirate challenge. Woohoo! And I've done it. I'm at the end. I've actually completed my pirate challenge in beautiful Cairns. 7 a.m. start. Glorious morning. And I'm here chatting with Steve, the ED. How are you, Steve? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for creating Parkrun, mate. Um, You've done a few, you were saying? Yeah, this is my 406 today, and I've done 134 different park runs between here and New Zealand. So. Mate, I was admiring your T-shirt before. That obviously get added to quite a bit. Yeah, it's famous T-shirt. It was actually, if you ever look at the UK websites, and you'll see all the T-shirts made by Shadow of a Saint over there. Well, it was all a copy from my original ah. 50th park run when I'd done my 50th tourist event, and I was down Wynnum, down with Alan and Rosie and down there, and uh, it was my first time I wore the shirt and since then every time I do a 
different parkrun. I write it on usually in the coffee shop afterwards. I use a special ink. It's actually a paint um, with a little tiny paintbrush, and I write it on. So when all these other people have their 50 shirts all printed, printed. nicely, they become out of date next time you do a tourist parkrun. With my one, I just keep oh, adding mate, to it. So. You are super. And speaking of T-shirts, you've got Cairns Not A Parkrun 100. What's that all about? So again, when parkrun sort of closed down during the COVID time, oh, we had Not A Parkrun. I do course. a parkrun virtually every day, and when I got to 100, I sent away for a shirt. I think I'm up to about 250 now. I still do the odd not a park run during the week. That's brilliant. So, Alison over in New Zealand, I'm sort of part of her barcode. Yes, group. of course. Shout out to Alison. G'day. And she always puts on who's done their not a park runs during the week. Brilliant. Look at you, mate. You are all over it. Well, uh, thanks so much, Steve. I'm going to go and chat to someone else who's just done park run today, also visiting from a little bit further away. G'day, Lawton. How are you, mate? Uh, great, thank you. So, you're from Canada. I'm from Canada near Edmonton, Alberta. Awesome. And what brings you to Cairns, Australia? Uh, this is our, our post-COVID family vacation. And, Fantastic, uh, mate. We, we kind of started up doing park run back home just before this, and I was thinking, so this good. is great. I looked up what was in Cairns, and here nice, we are. Nice, mate. Fantastic. Yeah. You're loving it? So this, this is our first time here. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah, what a spectacular uh, place to run in the morning. I love you know, it. 7 oh. a.m. with the sun coming up. It's, <laughs> it's a great way to start. <laughs> it sure is. Uh, what's your local park run like? What, um, what numbers do you get there? Uh, you mean times or yeah? Oh, no, numbers? sorry, yeah, sorry, number of people. Numbers. Oh gosh, it's usually around thirty people. Oh, okay. It's, uh, the it's River Valley and sure. Is that is, is Parkrun still uh, young in Canada? It's fairly young, so there's there's new courses coming up all the time, and honestly, it's challenging because of the weather. Yeah, right. Uh, so Edmonton, it's darn cold for much of the year. Yeah, there you, you go. To, you have to dress up. <laughs> I bet you do. Like like me? Do you get dressed up like a, a lot pirate? More than a pirate. <laughs> oh, well, fantastic stuff, mate. We're gonna go and find. Some some coffee and some breakfast, but thank you so much. I really enjoyed chatting with you, and thanks for uh, supporting Park Run Tourism. Yeah, thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. Good on you, Lawton. Well, I found some more legends, and, and they're not local like us. Rachel and Andy, where are you park running from? We park run usually in Newport in South Wales. Fantastic, South Wales. What's the run like today? Oh, fantastic, but made me smile because everybody here, all the locals here, complain about how cold it is. Well, if, if it's this temperature at, at our home park run, we'd think it was warm. We'd think it was beautiful. <laughs> uh, so whereabouts in Wales is Newport? It's just it's in the southeast corner. It's just yeah. outside Cardiff. Oh, yeah, yes. You know your rugby, you'll know Cardiff. <laughs> Another C. There you go. Fantastic. Um, but I, we're on the run, and it was so lovely to run with you today, Rachel. Thank you. It was lovely oh. to, to chat. Um, Thank you, you for getting me around. Aha, uh-huh, that's all good, mate. You mentioned, uh, yeah, that Cardiff gets quite a few people. Uh, so in Cardiff, I believe they sometimes get seven or 800, but now that I was saying that there's many more park runs opened up locally, which has taken the pressure off Cardiff a bit, which was, which was the intention, really. There you go. And Andy, what's park run mean to you, mate? Oh, it's what got me fit again. I spent ages not doing anything since my 20s, and then I finally decided I ought to do something, and it was park run that got me back in. Love it, mate. Well, yeah. Good on you, and you're looking fit. Well done. Beat us. No, I mean, we were chatting, so that's our excuse, right? Yeah, we were, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, not that it's a race. Friendly park run. <laughs> but you really started park running when I said I was doing my half marathon for my cancer recovery, didn't you? Yeah. So, Andy, oh, so I'd done a half marathon before I had cancer, and, and I did a good time then, but I wasn't at all confident about a good time for after I'd had the cancer and so yeah. Andy said he would come with me and help me round and so then he had to had to start running didn't you? <laughs> awesome well that's awesome fantastic and the, one last question Wales obviously people think of the you know long names um, I know that's not necessarily in your area of Wales but what is the longest do you know if there's like some oh, long crazy name there is a long crazy run? name but I don't it's Planger what is it and? You could oh, probably we, need, we, need, we need Sophie or Ellie our daughters they learn Welsh at school ah. so they learn it in that but we, awesome. we, we don't speak Welsh so we can't I know that it starts off with Clanga something and then it ends up with Gogogog. Go, go. <laughs> oh, yes. In the There's a railway station that my. Yes, it. I've seen that's that. It. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Well done, Legends. Well, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy your time here in sunny Queensland and, yeah, keep doing awesome things where, you know, t- that, where Parkrun's taking you around the world. Oh, thanks. Lovely to meet you, PK. Good on you. Thanks, Andy. Cheers. Thank thanks, Rachel. And there you have it. We've done our seventh C. So exciting. Love cans. Some great chats there with people from around the world. Thanks again, Legends. Look forward to chatting again soon. Cheers. Good morning, Mel and Ollie. It's Sam here, and I got out of the comfy chair on level two with a view and jumped on a plane and flew to the Northern Territory. And I'm just on my way to Darwin Parkrun, really looking forward to reporting in on you, uh, <laughs> reporting in for you on the first 
uh, parkrun to start up in the Northern Territory, uh, number one of the three that there are in the Territory. Um, so, yeah, I'll let you know how I go. Uh, I'm here with Mark, who's the event ambassador for Darwin Parkrun. I did have a chat with Craig, who's the event director and was the run director at um, the Parkrun today, but he dobbed Mark in for a quick chat. So, um, Mark, tell us your story. How have you ended up as an event ambassador for Parkrun? Um, I started Darwin Parkrun about nine years ago, almost nine years ago now, just because I thought we needed up here and there's none up here and a fucking great event to have. That's awesome. And it's a beautiful course, two-lapper by the water. And um, so did you have much trouble working out what course you would do? Um, we had op- a few options, but this is the closest one in town. It was the easiest one to get um, get to. And, and then, as you can see, it's a nice area, beautiful area to run by. So Yeah, yeah it is. It's stunning. And um, oh, <laughs> you told me it was cold. Let me tell you, everybody listening to this, it is not cold here. It is lovely and warm. I am wearing uh, a jumper. He is. He is wearing a jumper and I am not. And I am very sweaty. Um, so prior to setting up the park run here, what's your park run story? Um, nil, besides listening to them on podcasts. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I'd heard about them on podcasts a few times, and I was inquired about getting one up here to help out, and no one was doing it still. On a holiday, I went for a visit down to Craigsbrook Cove, had a look at it, and it was exactly what I expected, so I came back here and started one. That's fantastic. And apart from being the advent ambassador and having set up Darwin Park Run, have you done many other park runs yourself? Um, probably different ones, up to about 20-odd different park runs. Nice. But overall, I've done about 130 myself and a couple hundred volunteers. Excellent. So. That's awesome. Thank you for volunteering. Um, what is your fa- Which is your favourite park run? You can't say Darwin. <laughs> well, the three in Darwin are my favourites. Oh, nice answer. <laughs> They're all different. They're all just slightly different and all for different reasons that I enjoy all of them. So Excellent. Yeah. Well, I've already decided I've got to come back and do Nightcliff. Yeah, Nightcliff's wonderful. I've heard it's a beautiful course. Thank you so much for having a quick chat with me. I really appreciate it. No worries. I hope you enjoy your stay. Thank you. Darwin Parkrun. Wow. What a beauty. She's a two-lapper. Uh, splits up a little bit along the way so you go down by the water on the way out and come back closer to the road on the way back for a short period Uh, but essentially a two-lap out and back course and just spectacular I got here at 6 30 it was still pitch dark Uh, we did park run as the sun rose and starting at seven and this is just a really really magical place Uh, there are toilets at the start finish line there's a playground nearby um it's in darwin bicentennial park which is absolutely beautiful and as i said right by the water darwin is an amazing town if you haven't been to the northern territory and you haven't visited darwin i highly recommend it bye that was great to hear from all our roving reporters, one in training, uh, Sarah from Kununurra, who achieved state's ladyship, Ollie. Yes. Yes, I like that. Um, and I think she, she, she titled herself both. So, hey, two, two birds, one stone, uh, statesmanship and state's ladyship, uh, whichever we want to call it. So um, congratulations. And, uh, and to Maddie, who she spoke with as well there. And we do know there's no mean feat achieving mm. all events in West Australia. We have made light of it in the past uh, and tried to infer that it may be harder to achieve statesmanship in other states, but that doesn't take anything away from yeah. the achievements in WA and how far away some of those remote events are. So good on all the WA statesmen. That's right. That's right. And speaking of far away, um, thank you also to PK, uh, doing a bit of a far away roving report and finally becoming a pirate. Arr. 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 <laughs> um, ca- catching some other far away park runners uh, who were visiting internationally. Yes, and also far away this week was our very own office lady. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Way to pop up in the warm spot. Yeah, did we uh, approve that leave? I'm not sure. (laughs) I didn't see that leave app actually come across my desk, but, yeah, brilliant for Sam to be up in Darwin, living the dream, Mm. and chatting with Mark Connolly, who is well known up there as the founder of the Darwin Park Run and the Northern Territory Event Ambassador. Mm, that's right. And, and, um, and of course, thank you, Toc. Uh, a bit closer to home for you there, Mel, uh, with some familiar voices. Yes, he always does a great job. Yes. Yeah. 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 So 
Tok joining us from Kirkdale Reserve Park Run, uh, where all the fun was at, apparently. It was. The biggest front. Yeah. <laughs> More about that later. That's right. That's right. But, Ollie, this week, no mail. Yeah. Yep. All quiet in the inbox. Well, uh, as far as I know. Unless someone deleted them. I yeah. didn't check. Yeah. Oh, I did have some mail <laughs> fails this week. <laughs> but but uh, that was resolved. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right. Nothing funny going on no, then. That's no, good. No, no. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, let's move on to Dazzers. Mm. Um, and we, we talked about the weather a little earlier. But funnily enough, there was a bit of a bit of a theme there. Um, uh, so at Dazzers, uh, Dazzers said, uh, welcome to Dazzers. Um, it's wet and cold at Dazza's today. How's the weather at your place? And did it have an impact on your parkrun fun? Come on in and tell us all about it. And um, look, a lot of people joined us once again, Mel. This is the informant. Keen listeners may have noticed the boss had slipped in a sneaky self-plug into my script last week. Well, two can play that game. While much to my dismay, I have lost the battle with the rank and file over the not milk. We're still full steam ahead with a united push for the caramel. So this week's pod, well, it could be a little different. And we're starting with a work ban on Dazzers. Listeners, for this week, your Dazzers report will be a self-driven read of the Facebook page. You'll see every post and every photo. A productivity improvement. Now, back to our regular podcast with Melissa and Oliver. Congratulations to our Obi winner this week, Ollie. Very yes. well deserved. Yeah, it certainly is. And thank you, everyone, for dropping into Dazza's once again. Uh, out of the weather for some of you, some good weather for others, and plenty great adventures, achievements, and photos. Always love the photos. Yes, absolutely. I do too. But now, Ollie, it's time for us to listen to our informant. made in the fridge, ready to be fully stocked with caramel hokey pokey. But I prefer almond milk. No, the almond milk is staying, but the caramel is new. Ah, finally someone gets it. Yes, you can toss the not milk placards, but keep waving the others. With this new line of attack, we've got them on the ropes. Now these stats are unofficial stats. They're only current at the time they are collected, and may differ from the stats that yada yada. There were 438 runs held down under, up five on last week, 37 in New Zealand, and 401 of these were in Australia. Worldwide, there was 1,730 events. Aussie New Zealand attendance was 34,002, out of almost 188,000 worldwide. There were four event launches, one in each of Canada, Germany, Ireland and Norway. Down under we had 3,670 PBs, while 1,375 people participated for the first time. 77 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 174 people reached their 50 milestone, 107 reached their 100 milestone and 23 people reached their 250 milestone. 22 people called bingo. Todd Osmond-Dreyer was quickest on 153 runs, while Natty B was slowest on 375 runs. I see Melissa Ellis and Oliver Spake have not completed their bingo yet. Hmm, that's not very productive. There were 12 new states people. Charlotte Marshall and Karen Martin in the ACT, Deborah Watchorn, Nicholas Concionis, Ashley Salter, Marie Lyons, and William Blake finished the Northern Territory. Matthew Stevens, Sarah Jefferson, Jonathan Storey, Jim and Karen Hailstone all journeyed to Kalinara to complete the Western Australia, which is an almighty effort and a lot of kilometres, isn't it, Cam? In the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, Neil Scott goes back up one spot to equal 13th after running his 140th at Walker. 
Overall, on the biggest movers list, Lou Streets, Tim McKinley and Susan Holly moved up nine ranks to 173 after running their 95th different park run. 45 people lifted their Windex this week. This week's biggest mover is Christine Taylor, who moves up 40 to 78 and 6th in the WA ranks. Blair Habergen, who was second on the overall list, moved up 34 to 104 and cracks into the Queensland ranks at 10th place. Tracy McColl, 4th overall, moves into 9th on the South Australian list with 57. Former host Scotty Trickett also cracks a top 5 on the list, shifting his Windex up 19. He's a good man, Scotty. Very funny. And good looking too. I wish I was working for Scotty. In the Adventurer Challenges, once again we had no peels, but we had five half cows. The big news is Samantha Howe, who completed her 100th event to claim cow at Henry Kendall Reserve. Well, good on ya! Now, if you want to see these juicy caramel-flavoured stats in full, you can find them at theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant.me. Or look for The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant. My spreadsheet is back, and it's better than yours. And thank you very much to The Informant once again. It's always great to hear from them, Mel. Um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say, Ollie, I think we're moving forward in the uh, industrial relations. Well, yeah, you mean a positive fashion? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like the the workplace. Yes, Yes, yeah. Well, I wasn't going to bring it up because I thought it was going quite well as well. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, you're right. So, you forget what I said. Okay. Yep. No, no, that, that's that's quite right. And um, it's always nice to, to feel like the team are one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of one team, Mel, let's catch up with another one team, the Adventurers Club. Can you tell us about the Consolidated Club report for Saturday just gone? Absolutely. So let's hear about the Adventurers Consolidated Club report for Saturday the 9th of July 2022. This is the informant again. Now about this Consolidated Club report. I don't think we need it. Do you, beige man? No, I don't think so. Especially if it gets you off my case. That's right. You don't, so? Uh, I, I, I don't have nipples. Oh my god! We, as a united group, can see merit in leaving out the Consolidated Club report. For this week, your CCR will be a self-driven read of the Facebook page. You'll be able to read at your leisure, at a speed you like best. Oh dear, another productivity improvement. Perhaps we can drop the hours of Melissa and Oliver. I wonder what we could spend the cash surplus on. Almond milk? Oh, my God. We've dropped the milk thing. Back to the regular podcast. And thank you very much, Mel. Congratulations to everyone out there from the Adventurers community uh, getting out there and, um, yeah, having a, having a good park run. And, of course, to all of our volunteers. Absolutely, yes. Yes. But let's have a look forward now, Mel. Um, it is, it's a bit of a special week. What, what are you looking forward to this week, apart from your birthday? Happy birthday for this week, Mel. Oh, thank you. I am looking forward to Ollie having a birthday not locked down. So the previous two years, I could not have my family around me on my birthday because Melbourne was in hard lockdown. So this is the first year that we're free. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's a nice change. It is. I trust. Yeah, absolutely it is. <laughs> I mean, you, you weren't getting settled um, celebrating at home. Sorry, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Too soon. No, Too no. soon. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk about the war. No, yes. we don't want to go back there. No, we're yeah. free and we're happy and looking forward to seeing family. Thank you very yeah. much. And going out for dinner, hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed, and parkrun day. Oh, yes. I'm going to have a guest this week, Ollie. Oh, Yes. That's right. That's right. I am going to take Harry. Harry from Malaysia is yep. going to be coming with me to the Yu Yang. So absolutely looking forward to that. Harry can't drive. Don't tell him he can't drive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he will be ticking off his Y out at the Yui's. Ah, that sounds like a pretty good parkrun morning. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm, I think it will be. And it's going to be Harry's birthday too. Oh, wow. I know. You guys know how to celebrate. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All the birthdays are happening down here. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I hope you have a good park run day there, Mel. Thank you very much, Ollie. Party town. And Harry too, of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you? What about me? Well, I don't plan to venture too far afield for my park run uh, this coming parkrun day. In fact, I may just volunteer. Um, I haven't decided. I'll, I'll see how the roster falls. I'll be in a familiar location, <laughs> either in a vest or not. Uh, I haven't actually done an official parkrun on our new course uh, since we changed our course. So Really? Uh, All these weeks? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I think officially we, we ticked over when we relaunched uh, we had the new course. We had the old course for two days. So uh, we've been running this one since beginning of January, effectively. So, oh, um, yeah, you yeah. have officially ran your own course since January. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I do want to get my volunteering count up. I do have a goal this year. So oh. we'll see there. Mm. Mm. Excellent. Well, I hope you have a very happy Park Run Day. Thank you very much. Whatever role that you end up in. That's right. I will. That's assured. But it's been another fantastic week. Um, thank you, Mel. Thank you, everyone. Um, I guess it's time. Uh, as always, everyone, you can contact us. Um, please do via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week. And we'll see you all next week for more adventures. This weekend. What does this button do? Message deleted. Oops.